What does the average week look like for you? Sure, it may start with church on a Sunday morning, but by Monday, can any of us remember what the sermon was about? We spend so much of our time on just making it through the week. Commuting our kids to and from school, finding time to spend with our family, trying to figure out all of our work obligations. But most of what we do related to our faith is crammed into about 80 minutes on a Sunday. Did you know that in a week there are 10,080 minutes? If we're spending only 80 of those focusing on our faith, what are we doing with the other 10,000? That's what this podcast is all about. Hey, everybody. Thanks for joining us today on the 10,000 Podcast, wherever you are joining us from. Maybe a bike ride today. It'd be a nice day for one. Yeah, uh, Sawyer's been biking a little bit more lately. I have. We're, We're down to one car, so this last Sunday when I preached, I... Woke up early and I took the five mile bike ride to church and then uh, preached on Sunday. It was actually a really good day. With the communion bread in his backpack. That's right. It did make it. <laughs> it did make it. I was worried it was going to get crushed on the way here, but it made it just fine. So if you think Sawyer looks extra skinny uh, lately, <laughs> now you'll know why. He's been biking. Well, hey, I'm so glad that you joined us uh, for this podcast. And if you do like it, keep sharing it, commenting. Um, giving us some stars, r- some ratings, whatever it takes. We, we appreciate it. And we also love hearing your questions. And today's podcast, we're diving deeper into the everyday faith that Sawyer uh, spoke about in his message on Sunday. Mm-hmm. And it was on everyday faith. I think what everybody's going to remember is the conga line. We need a conga <laughs> line of praise. That's been stuck in my head ever since I heard that message on Sunday. So if you missed it, go back and listen to it. But we were going to tackle one of the questions that you got. So why don't you go ahead and give us that question, and then we can kind of talk about you know, maybe one way that we can live out our everyday faith. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, after first service, uh, one of the people of our church came up to me and was asking questions, kind of as they were thinking about throughout the message. And basically what it boils down to is that um, they have somebody in their life right now who's dealing with a really difficult situation, um, who isn't a follower of Jesus, and they were basically just asking, like, how do I live out my everyday faith in this situation? Like, mm. do I ask to pray for this person? Is it too much to um, just start praying for them? Like, how do I approach this situation well so this person knows that they're cared about? And then maybe um, have the opportunity to begin to, you know, share and, and show my faith to this person in the midst of the situation. Right. And it's such a great question because it's something that we all, as followers of Jesus, should run into. Yeah, absolutely. That there should be times when we have a heart to see people come to know Jesus. We want to share with them the love that God has for us. Mm -hmm. And how do we do it with someone who's an unbeliever, walked away from the faith, has a different different faith? faith. How do do we do it? So Sawyer and I put together (laughs) a fun little acronym. Yes, right. After much work. We've put together this fun little acronym for we, you. We do. We have a fun little acronym for you, and hopefully this will help you remember it so the next time you're in this situation, mm-hmm. you can do it. Or right now, if you're thinking of somebody yeah. like that, this person's struggling, they're suffering, they're going through hardship, they lost their job, somebody died in their family, yeah. Like you're like, okay, here's a hurting person. Mm-hmm. Here's someone in need, like that blind man on the side of the road. Here's yeah. somebody in need. So what do we do? And the acronym is to go slow. Go slow. S-L-O-W. Yeah, go slow. So it's just four things we want to encourage you guys to do. Mm-hmm. This is not some perfect method, <laughs> but it's tried and true yeah. by us, by mm-hmm. a lot of people. It's pretty simple. And the first one, so, so to go slow, we start with the S, mm-hmm. which is? Show up. Show up. Show up. And what, what does that mean? Well, it means that 
not only if you, you should have people like this in your life, first off, yeah, I guess that's the first thing I wanted to say. Mm-hmm. And secondly, if you know that somebody in your life is, is struggling, maybe they reach out to you, maybe they post something on social media, maybe you hear for someone, hear it from somebody else, is to show up in their life, to go mm-hmm. out of your way to connect with them, to reach out, with, reach out to them, yeah. to ask them if they need anything. Um, oftentimes people in these situations will say, no, 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 I'm good. Maybe it's just yep. being bold enough to just show up at their front door right. with food or dinner or flowers even is we just got to show up. Yeah. And, and I, I think you're right when you said sometimes we just got to show up because yeah. it is true that people will say, oh no, I'm fine. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm taking care of everything's all right. Yeah. And there's a lot of people that will even become reclusive mm, when yeah. they go through hard things. Yep. And it, for a long time, I didn't understand that because I'm not like that. I'm like, I'm going to reach out to everybody right now because <laughs> I want to talk to 10 people about this situation yeah. going on. But I talked with someone the other day and they were like, no, Matt, you know, I, I need somebody to like reach out mm-hmm. not, and not just, hey, check, check in on them, but like to show up. Yeah. So that's what we'd encourage you. Show up, whatever it means for this person. Do you show up at their house mm-hmm. with flowers? Do you um, just say, hey... I'm going out to dinner. You want to come with me? Or I got movie tickets. Like, let's go out to a movie. Mm-hmm. And you're you're broaching the subject that way. Is it like, hey, let's go? I remember one guy. I was like, uh, let's get coffee. He's like, no, no, no. I'm not a coffee guy, right? <laughs> I don't know. He's not like me, obviously. But he's like, let's <laughs> or go. Many shoot, of you let's go yeah. shoot shoot some hoops. Okay, let's do it. Let's go. You know, shoot some hoops together, and and we can talk mm-hmm. through that or before and after. So whatever it is to show up, we encourage you to just show up. And I think that this is a very biblical concept. Yeah. You know, the whole concept of Jesus Christ is the incarnation. Jesus showing up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, God literally showed up <laughs> in, this earth, in the flesh, with us, among us, mm-hmm. to show us God's love. Yeah. So showing up is the way of Jesus. Yeah, absolutely. So that's, that's the first thing to show up. The second one is the L. Is to listen. Listen, okay. Listen. Uh, I'm not very good at this, Sawyer. <laughs> Me neither, actually. Okay, how do we do this? Well, maybe we can learn from opposite of what our tendency is. Because <laughs> I think for many of us, if you're if you're like Matt or myself, is that when um, when we're hearing somebody, when when we show up, when that person starts to share what's going on in your life, as that person is sharing, you're beginning to think of things to say. Mm-hmm. You're beginning to think of solutions, yep. fixes, yep, and really. In many of these situations, all this person needs is just somebody to listen. Yes. Just somebody to be quiet, to mm-hmm. be with them, to sit with them, a shoulder to cry on, yeah. just somebody to be there. And maybe they're not even saying anything. Maybe you're just right. listening to, to their tears or their sobs. Yeah. But to listen. Right. And that is so valuable because, I don't know, I, 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 I need somebody to listen to me when I'm going through stuff. Mm-hmm. But when somebody else is, I'm like, hey, have you thought about this? Have you thought about mm-hmm. that? Maybe you should do this. And so many times, they probably aren't even looking for a solution to their problems. They just need somebody to care for them and listen to them. Right. We are offering free therapy when we're <laughs> like – no, but, but seriously, like listening is so yeah. powerful. And even in the story that you um, preached through on, on Sunday from Luke chapter 18, mm-hmm. verse 35 through 43, did you notice that even Jesus listened yeah. in that passage? I mean that, I think that's so cool. Like the guy's crying out for mercy, crying out for mercy, yelling at the top of his lungs as people are shouting him down and shushing him. And then when Jesus comes to him, Jesus asked him, asked him, what do you want me to do for you? Yeah. What do you want? He, he's like, okay, I'm listening. What do you want? And 
that helped Jesus, who is a problem solver in this situation, right, <laughs> right. to know what to do. Um, so listen, and I think listening act, is active, right? Yeah, you're looking them in the eye, you're nodding along, you're matching their body language, you're mirroring, you're um, asking them deeper questions, mm-hmm. follow-up questions. What did you mean by this? When you said you were overwhelmed, what does that mean? Yeah in your mind what's causing you to be overwhelmed mm-hmm. sometimes it, and it does seem like well I know the answer I have the answer as a solution in the back of my head because I've already figured this out <laughs> what I would say and this is something I'm doing more and more with Melissa and, you know when we're talking about things <laughs> and it's it's helping I think we're finally starting to get into this groove I wish I would have learned this years ago is to ask the simple question do you want me to just listen right now or do you want me to help you problem solve? Uh, say it again for the people in the back. <laughs> <laughs> do you want me to just listen or do you want me to problem solve? Yes, I need to hear this one too, Sarah, just so you know. Yeah, and, and honestly, <laughs> it will flip-flop multiple times within the conversation mm, and she'll yeah. be like, stop saying that. And I'm like, oh, do you want me to just listen right now? Yes, just listen. Okay. Um, because sometimes she does need help, wants to figure out a, a, an issue. Sometimes she just needs me to listen to her, yeah. what what's going on. Yeah. So... When you're with someone, I'd say lean into the listen side mm-hmm. if you know them well enough that you can say, well, do you want me to help you problem solve this? But but really, you're still just listening because I guarantee you, you do not know the problem as well as they do. Mm, you have not yeah. felt what they have felt. Yeah. Even if you have gone through something similar or you think the same thing, yeah. you don't know what they are going through because you don't have their background. You don't know what their mom was like. Yeah. You don't know how terrible their boss is yeah. and the situation they're going through. We, we just have no idea. So we've got to listen and listen and listen to understand what they're going through yeah that's such a good point because I, I think it's really easy especially if it has something that we've gone through before or something that we've dealt with to instantly think our situations are the same and, and even if the, all the details are the same you're you're two different people right and so i think that's super super important so going slow yeah show up listen what's the third the third letter o is to offer to pray and this was actually um, the person that spoke to me. That was their primary question is saying, so this person doesn't have a faith background. Um, should I offer to pray for them? Should I not? How do I approach this? And and I, I encourage her as I would encourage all of you listening is that people in situations want you to know, want them to know that you care about them. And if prayer is important to you, if prayer and faith is an important part of your life, approach it that way. Say, hey, uh, I'd, l- I'd love to care for you through this. I, 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 prayer is really important to me. Would it, would it be okay if I prayed for you? Yeah. And approaching it in a way of maybe if they don't even have a faith background or maybe they have a slight one or even a different background is saying, hey, this is something that's important to me. Yeah. And this is the way that I think I need to care for people. Would it be okay if I prayed for you? And approaching it that way for sure. Yeah, I, I think that you're right on, Sawyer. Because if you say it's important to me, then, then what are they going to... I mean, they seem like, no, of course. They're, I don't know if I've ever had someone say, don't pray for me. <laughs> yeah, me I've either. seen it online. Like some people I know when they're really angry, mm-hmm. I don't want your thoughts and prayers. Right. But I've never heard that in a personal conversation. People are a little bit more bold, as we've talked about in this podcast, yeah. online. Like they'll mm-hmm. say things that they would never say to your face. Yeah. Maybe you'll get that, and if you do, you'll say, okay. And then think in your head, I, I still might pray for you. Um, <laughs> now I'm going to pray something different too. Right. But but I think that's a great thing. I, I have had atheists, unbelievers, people from different faiths say, sure, yeah, yeah go ahead. And sometimes, I mean, I, I, I like to just pray for them right then. Mm, yeah. Could I pray for you right now? Mm-hmm. Um, but if you don't feel comfortable with that, like just say, hey, I'm, I'm going to be praying for you. Get out your phone, put it on your prayer list yeah. or how, wherever you take your prayer list. And then... Uh, I would encourage, too, with this O is to follow up with that, too, and mm-hmm. say, hey, I've been praying. How are things going? Yeah. Um, 
I told my uh, the lady who's cutting my hair. I told her that I'd be praying for her um, grandpa who's who's dying of mm. uh, a brain brain cancer. Just found out like right before I um, got your haircut. Got my haircut. Wow. So I said at the end, I was like, "Could I could I pray for for him? Mm-hmm. What's his name?" Yeah. And she offered his name. So I have it on my prayer list. And next time I get my haircut here in a couple of weeks, I'm gonna say, "Hey, how's?" You know, yeah, how's your grandpa doing? How's your grandpa doing? Um, so to follow up with that, because then people say, oh, that's legit. They actually do care. Yeah. Um, this person actually cares. Because it shows care even if the person doesn't believe that prayer does anything. Mm-hmm. So that's the O. So show up, listen, offer to pray, and S. No, I'm sorry. W. w. <laughs> I can't even read my own handwriting. <laughs> w. slow. S-L-O-W. W. w. Um, so what's the W? Is to give your Y. Okay. We, had to, we had to fudge a little bit with this one, but that's okay. To give your why. Why? Why? And I, this one, I think, is maybe something that we miss so often is is that as we're caring for someone, as we're um, helping people through this, as we're in people's lives, showing up, listening, even offering to pray, there's going to be situations where that person comes to you and says, hey, you've cared for me through this so well why are you doing this? Or mm-hmm. maybe there'll be opportunities uh, once that situation or whatever is going on um, is over, or maybe it becomes worse. Is it so many other people have abandoned me or, or, or they aren't even checking on me anymore. And yet you continue to show up. Yeah. Why? Why? And so sometimes you're going to get asked or other times bring it into the conversation. Yep. We talked a lot on this podcast about, you know, either raising the flag or telling your story or yeah. bringing it up intentionally in conversation. And not that we want to think about these difficult situations as opportunities, but these are situations where people are dealing with really, really tough questions of why and, and wondering if there's something beyond this life or, or questions of purpose. And so many of those questions intertwine with our faith and are questions that we can speak truth into. Um, and First Peter reminds us to always give a reason for the hope that we have, that we can speak truth into these situations where people are dealing with some of life's biggest questions and give our why. Yeah, give them our reason. Yeah. And I think you're right on. Sometimes they'll ask you mm-hmm. and you can tell them. Other times, you you know, just... Uh, so here's a simple way to do it because I've, I've coached people through this mm-hmm. before. I have a whole talk I give called Tell Them Why. Mm-hmm. Uh, like whenever we're ser- serving people, loving people, we should mm-hmm. give them a reason for the hope. We're commanded to do that. Yeah. We're commanded to be vocal. It's not just with our actions mm-hmm. that we, we share our faith. So what, what I'll say is here's the simple one. God loves me, so I want to love you. Mm-hmm. Simple. You yeah. can say Jesus loves me, so I want to lo- love you. Uh, this is the way of Jesus. But but think of your one sentence why. I'd really encourage you to do that. Even write it down. Like if it is, God loves me, so I want to love you. Mm-hmm. Um, or maybe it's spe- specific to the situation. I, like with this woman that was cutting my hair, I said, well, I just got back from California yeah. where, at my grandpa's funeral. I, I feel for you. And we talked about that for 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. And another lady overheard this <laughs> sitting in the seat next to me getting her hair, you know, whatever was... I don't even know what women do there. You know, get their hair bleached or colored or whatever. Um, but yeah, that, that's like, I, so I know what it's like to lose mm-hmm. a grandpa. So I want to, you know, encourage you because I just had to go through this. Yeah. Or God helped me through this, so I want to help you through mm-hmm. it. Or, or anything along this line. I don't think there's one perfect reason, but what's your reason why you're doing this? Share that. And I would encourage you, involve God in it, involve the gospel. If you can involve the gospel, like Jesus 
Jesus loved me when I was in a terrible spot and and brought me out of it. And I just want to share that same love with Mm -hmm. you. Love and Jesus are are always going to be good (laughs) when they are your why. Absolutely. So whatever it is, we encourage you to go slow. And that's not just the acronym. We've kind of come up with it, but it's also a good methodology with this Mm, is that um, these situations are difficult. They're hard. They sadly often last way longer than we think they do or want them to. And so approaching these situations with doses of humility and with patience Mm. and with a slowness, I think is really important too. That's right. Yeah. So show up, listen, offer to pray. And why? Give your why. That's good. So hopefully this will help you in your situations. We want to hear from you if you've tried this or if you've tried parts of it and you're Mm -hmm. like, oh yeah, I had an experience when I offered (laughs) to pray for this person and this happened. And we just would love to hear about that. Encourage you, pray for you on this journey of sharing our faith Mm -hmm. and helping other people follow Jesus. That's right. So make sure you like this, share it, subscribe, whatever it takes. And we will be back with you next week. Uh, Have a great week. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for listening. This is Sawyer Trapp again, Associate Pastor here at Arise Church Denver. We want to encourage you to do three things. First is to subscribe, to make sure you're getting the podcast each and every week to help bring God into your 10,000. We'd also love it if you would share this, if you would make this not only a part of your life, but a part of somebody else's. And then finally, if you are benefited by anything that we do, either as a church or on this podcast, we would love it if you would give. You can do that at arisedenver.com slash give to continue to support the mission and impact that we're having on this community and then the lives of the people of our church and those discovering us for the first time. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next week.